You are listening to the award-winning The Young Jerks with Mike Crawford. Welcome to The Young Jerks. Mike Crawford here. Uh, Yeah, opening up the show tonight with uh, shittiness, bad news. Not not what we wanted to see. Uh, see it on the screen. Green Thumb Industries worker dies during their shift by Alex Halperin. That was the headline this week. We're back. We're covering the worker beat, uh, worker issue. Same. Someone said it on Facebook today. They said uh, different names, different places, same same stuff, same stories. And uh, that's pretty much what we're looking at this week. We're going to cover it. We're going to talk about the death at Green Thumb Industries and how some people are immediately discounting it, acting like it uh, didn't happen or, or it wasn't what it seems, which a lot of us know what, what we think it seems because we've heard from the workers over and over and over and over again who've gotten sick at these big cannabis companies. So it's not surprising to us. It's not surprising to us that a second death at a big cannabis company happened. Um, and it looks like they were doing the same same job as Lorna McMurray, uh, you know, in the in the trim room, uh, pre-rolls, you know, doing the pre-rolls. Same exact thing. It's just a question. Of the, does this industry uh, learn from this? I don't think so. I think that what you're seeing is that they're all running and hiding. They don't want to talk about it. Uh, here's from the story. A worker collapsed and died during her shift at MSO, Green Thumb Industries, GTI Grow, and Manufacturing Facility in Rock Island, Illinois. Rock Island County Coroner Brian Gustafson told Weed Week that the incident was being investigated as a natural death and that the cause wasn't related to the working environment and the facility. And then he declined to uh, provide any further comment. Now, I looked up Brian Gustafson and uh, looked up into the Rock Island County coroner because people immediately want to act like that's the end all. Oh, this wasn't work related. It was a natural death. Uh, we've heard that term natural death before, which is we're going to talk about that in a second. But the first thing I want to say about Brian Gustafson is the guy's not even a doctor. He's not a medical doctor. In Illinois, county coroners are elected. They don't have to have any medical experience. He does have some medical experience. He's a registered nurse. So, and I love RNs. I'm not against RNs, but I'm not sure somebody that ruled that this incident is being investigated as a natural death within 12 hours of the death is really, you know, investing a lot of time in this. I don't think they're talking to the workers. I don't think that they actually give a shit and just trying to close it down and, We'll talk about some of the reasons why, but you know, again, she died naturally. That's exactly what True Leaf said about Lorna McMurray. That's exactly what she said. They said, they said that she died of natural causes, that she had pre-existing causes. It's exactly what they're saying now about this GTI death and the True Leaf death. You know, a lot of the media ran with that, like they're running with this on the GTI death. And what they didn't run with later is that that was all bullshit. Lorna McMurray did not have any pre-existing conditions. Her pre-existing conditions started when she worked, started at True Leaf. She never had any coughing issues, never had any lung issues, 
never had any breathing difficulty until she started working at True Leaf. True Leaf was the place that made her sick. No pre-existing. So the media runs with the narrative from the corporations and the medical examiner in this case that she died naturally. Lorna and this new worker that we don't even know the name of. Um, I'm going to read more from the Weed Week story. Uh, it says, uh, oh, actually, no, this is this is actually, again, just just putting it in writing from another from another source, another place on the Internet that Illinois County coroners are elected every four years and medical experience isn't required. So Brian Gustafson isn't a, a medical examiner because he's highly experienced in it. No, he's a medical examiner because he was elected to office. I also wonder if uh, GTI has ever given them any donations since. uh the CEO we're going to talk about at GTI is very politically connected and likes to talk about those political connections. Uh, this is from a worker, and this is what we hear all the time from workers. Kimbo Slice wrote on Twitter, when I worked at True Leaf at the Midway production facility, we had many employees get respiratory infections multiple times. I know of a few that had three infections within six months. Also, certain strains would make some employees asthma act up. Now, do you think this, Brian Guffs, this Brian Gustafson, whatever his name is, the medical examiner, is talking to any of those employees at GTI where we're hearing the same thing. We're hearing exactly, like we said, different names, different locations, same story. The same story that Kimbo's given us from True Leaf in Midway, Florida, is what we're hearing about G GTI in Illinois. So we're hearing the same exact thing that many employees are telling us this, that there were issues at this location, that people were getting sick at GTI. I'm going to go back to this story from Weed Week. Uh, a spokesperson for Chicago-based Green Thumb Industries wrote in a statement. Now, I just want to po po you know point out, we broke the story. We broke the Lona McMurray story. Uh, we hit up Ben, uh, the CEO of GTI, on Twitter right away as soon as we found out. It's been three days. He's made no statements. This is a guy that posts like every day on his Twitter. Hasn't made any statements in three days since the death. This was the statement they actually gave to Weed Week. They said it is with great sadness that we confirm the passing of an employee at a Rock Island facility. Our deepest condolences go to her family. We are working to confirm the details surrounding this tragic event. However, we have no reason to believe it was related to the work environment. We are focused on supporting our team members during this difficult time. What a crock of shit. This was within 12 hours of her death that there we have no reason to believe. You know what? I have I have good reason to believe, just talking to your employees, that it was related to the work environment and that this woman wasn't hired to work in the position that you put her in. She's an older woman with she apparently from what the employees are telling me, she actually, unlike Lorna, did have a pre-existing condition. And that's why she was hired in a different department. And you guys cut that job and you moved her into the riskiest place for someone with COPD. And now you're saying that you're so worried about your employees, but it wasn't related to the work environment. And Ben won't give us a statement on our on, on Twitter, of course. Ben's in hiding. See, this is the problem in the industry. We can't figure out what the problem is and fix the problem if none of these corporations are going to own up to what the actual issue is. We know that there's an issue because we talk to your workers. We listen to your workers, unlike you, Ben. 
Your workers speak out. You guys threaten to fire them. That's what happened on this, too, with the death GTI. They're threatening now their workers from speaking to us or anyone else in the media. And you know what? That's going to backfire on them, too. Let me just put this out right out to you, Ben Kovla. You fire those folks. Guess whose show they're going to be on the next day? I hope you, you know, in a way, selfishly, I probably should hope that you fire them so they come on the show and tell how awful you are. But I don't want to see people get fired. But they're now threatening their employees. Let's let's read more for the Weed Week story. And let me just say, I know a lot more than I'm putting out because I want to protect people. So when I say trust me on this, trust me on this. Here's from the Weed Week story. The company didn't respond to additional questions and confirmation requests. A spokesperson for the Illinois Department of Agriculture, which regulates grows, said the death occurred in a non-work area of this facility. Why would a spokesperson for the Illinois Department of Agriculture release no information but that statement? That sounds like covering your ass big time. It sounds like incompetence like the Massachusetts Cannabis Control Commission. That sounds like you know there was an issue and now you're covering it up. And again, I'm going to say when I say trust me to folks, it's because we hear from the workers. There's a reason why we broke the Lona McMurray story and we broke this death. It's because the workers know that we're the ones. They come to us. They don't trust the rest of the media. They don't trust their bosses or their managers because they know exactly what will happen. So they come to us. And there's a reason why we have more information on this than most other folks is because we actually listen to the workers. So I'm going to go on quote from the story. A factory worker who asked to be identified only as Marv said he arrived at his shift around 7 a.m. There were emergency vehicles on the scene and he was greeted by HR instead of security. Inside, workers were shaken up. Now, the workers, uh, the victim, the worker who died, their name has not been been, uh, released. And uh, basically, Marv confirms what I'm saying, uh, that this person was moved from a safe desk job, which they cut, and they moved her into the production job where she was exposed to the particle counts. Marv also confirms what we're saying, and this is the Weed Week story. Marv works mainly in the grow area, but said he he has had coughing fits in the production area where the deceased worked. So this employee who's speaking to Weed Week, they also have had coughing fits in that same area where she worked. After he posted on social media that someone had died at work, he said he received a very threatening phone call from someone who identified themselves as a GTE HR executive. The executive said the conversation would continue Monday, Marv said. So again, this is, uh, they're being threatened. Employees are freak. Imagine you come to work on a Friday morning thinking, oh, this is going to be a good end of the week. First thing that you find out is someone died. And you go and you're grieving. You post about it on your Facebook. You think it's your friends only, not even public posts they're posting. These are like private friends only posts and someone snitches them out to a manager who then calls them and threatens to fire them and not only threatens them, fire them and says, we'll do it on Monday. So this person's now lost their friend at work who died. And now the whole weekend they're shitting their pants, wondering if they're going to have a job on Monday. Really good management there. Let's read more from this weed week story. You see why I I get so angry. I, I really do. Ben Kova, no comment on Twitter. What a coward. 
always he's telling you know, pushing safe banking, calling out Nixon, all this crap. What about safe workers? How about safe working conditions, Ben? Don't you have a pick up a phone and call one of your politician friends about that, Ben Kovler, the CEO who who oh. I'm going to read more for the Weed Week story. Here it goes. Like some other large companies, GTI has occasionally been cited by OSHA for workplace safety violations. This is the only, I'm going to have two issues with this Weed Week story. Number one, they didn't even mention us, even though we gave them the story, which is kind of weird, but okay, whatever, not about us. But this, occasionally, I don't think it's occasional. I think they've been cited several times by OSHA for workplace safety and not just cited, They've been cited at this location. Let's read more. The Rock Island facility was named in a June 23rd complaint. So less than a month ago, less than 30 days ago, OSHA complaint at this same location, the Rock Island facility. The inspection remains open and additional information isn't available. You know, OSHA, maybe if you had done your job on June 23rd, maybe this woman would still be alive. A Danville Pennsylvania facility was named in a May 18th complaint. The inspection again remains open. The Rock Island again, another complaint in May. This was like two months ago. The inspection remains open. This isn't uh, occasional. This is like recent and often. Let's get to the big one. In February, 20 uh, uh let's read that from directly from the story the company was fined after a february 2000 uh 20th incident in toledo ohio let me read that again the company was fined after a, a february 20th incident in toledo ohio and employees triggered an explosion when trying to cut open a previously used 55 gallon drum of ethanol wearing safety gloves and glasses the employee was hospitalized for fractures to the Obitable bones, the eye socket, and arms. So this is what's going on at uh, the Rock Island location. They've got many OSHA complaints that are open right now. And I guarantee you there's going to be a new one related to this death. So it looks like they have three open now. Plus, they've got someone who basically broke bones, broke their face, broke their eye socket. With an explosion. That's the work history at GTI. And let's not forget, GTI is also one of the companies that the Teamsters filed charges against. They filed unfair uh, labor practices against them recently. Uh, This was, again, in June of this year. So, again, within like 30 days. This is all going on. Now let's look at Green Thumb Industries. This is this is the head guy Ben, the man behind Green Thumb Industries. Uh, GTI's early success has drawn growing interest from investors. It's also brought scrutiny from the Chicago media. In March 2021, the Chicago Tribune published a story alleging GTI was under federal investigation for possible play to uh, pay to play violations during its push for coveted state licenses. Investigators have been scrutinizing campaign donations and other step Green Thumb Industries took to to secure the licenses in Illinois and other states. And let's just put it this way. Green Thumb Industries was the first company to actually get the license in Illinois. 
So that's a lot of pull. In a big state like that, that's a lot of pull. And let's just look at Ben, Ben, who he is. Ben Kolar, uh, he has all the, and this is another story. He had all the uh, requisite skills, experience, and business heritage to lead a company. Yeah, he had the right connections. He knew the wealthiest people in America, uh, head fund managers, the the, the folks from uh, Paxia. You know, this is who this guy is. And where did the money start? It started from his family's alcohol business, Jim Bean, specifically. Not really social equity here. And again, this is a, the story on uh, Ganjapreneur about uh, the you know alleged uh, bribery, the pay-to-play. Um, of course, they denied it. They were not aware of any investigation, GTI. And uh, you know, in another story, it just basically talks about you know why they're under uh, why they were under, under investigation. And that was like two years ago. Nothing's happened on the federal level. But I'm going to say where there's smoke, there's fire. Even if it doesn't get you know fully you know fully uh go to a criminal level something's going on there you don't just get the first license in illinois this is this is who they are the company operates at 15 states trades over the counter it's a publicly traded stock got over half a billion dollars in revenues last year and the market cap of five billion dollars now this is this is funny too because in one of the stories, there's a few stories. Ben Ben Kovlar, the founder of GTR GTI Green Thumb Industries, the founder and CEO Ben Kovlar, Kovlar, is being sued right now by someone he worked with in the past uh, to start Green Thumb, and the suit alleges that he stole his ideas for the company, including the name Green Thumb Industries, and that Ben brags about his relationships with the political world from Chicago to Springfield. I wonder if his relationships with the political world include the publicly elected medical examiner that basically took truly talking points about Lorna McMurray and threw them down and, and said natural causes in this latest death at GTI. I wonder if they have any uh, connections close. You know, I, I tried to start looking up the guy's uh, political contributions I don't know if Illinois has something like we do in Massachusetts where you can look up every contribution. I would love somebody if they know how to look up the contributions in Illinois to see if there's any uh, contributions from GTI, Ben Kohler, to this medical examiner. Uh, here's another quote about that. They say Green uh, Thumb takes compliance very seriously and operates with the highest standard standards of ethical business conduct. That's what she said to the Tribune, the GTI spokesperson. Highest standards of ethical business conduct. Yeah, the highest standards of ethical business is when a worker dies at your workplace, you immediately claim that it wasn't workplace related. That That's ethics 101 for you. That's exactly what you should be doing. <laughs> uh, I got some reviews here too. You know, before I even go to the reviews too, I, I want to say that we may get some calls tonight. Uh, we are going to be taking calls 978-560-3155. Not yet. But hoping to get some calls tonight from some employees, maybe from True Leaf. If any GTI employees want to call in, anybody who's an employee wants to call in tonight at any of these dispensaries, or if you're you know a customer, you can all comment and call in tonight. Um, I'm going to post some of the comments. 
I'll take a little break and post some of the comments. Here's one from Joanna. She's an MBA. She says, thanks for this. I'm in Illinois. It's early quiet here about the GTI crap. I appreciate a place to discuss this. Absolutely, it's quiet. It's like Weed Week was the only one that did a story on this. And it was mostly, you know, it's high, it, hidden behind a paywall. So a lot of people don't get access to that. And it is, it just, it's just shows you the power that they have where they can get a medical examiner, say natural causes, and then no one wants to touch it. And a lot of the industry people, especially not so much the workers, because the workers get it. They, they're the ones that are telling us there's more to this, but the investors, the folks who are investing on Twitter and things like that, they're all like, oh, why is this even being reported? Like they have ever talked to an employee, like they know any of the risks. Danny Carson, an employee activist who uh, works with him, you know, to organize employees on these issues, says, what the F? Uh, Trent Hancock, he's another guy who's called in a show before. He's on LinkedIn. He's very popular. He's got a uh, following. He's a, a cannabis cultivator. And he's got a lot of information about pesticides that he talks about and just the, the problems in the industry with testing. And he's got a comment. Trent writes, pesticides need to be investigated. Pesticides need to be investigated. I'm having trouble saying some words tonight. I'm so tired of people claiming dust causes these, these issues. And, um, I, you know, I got to push back on Trent a little bit on that because I think that's an issue. We don't know. We don't know if it's pesticides. It could be. It could also be the dust. It could be allergy is another one that people bring up. I think the issue is that we don't know and we don't have actual scientists allowed to find out what's going on here. Like, that's what I want to know. I want to know why are these people dying? Instead, instead of finding out whether it's pesticides, whether it's mold, whether it's particle count, whether it's allergy, they just say, nope, not work-related. Died of natural causes. So I think we both agree on that. These are not natural causes, deaths, and that we need more information. But it could be pesticides. Definitely could be. Uh, you know, and, and the reality, too, is I, from you know, I'm not a scientist, so I'm not going to say I know which way it is, but I think it could be all of these. I think all of it could be to play. It's like, you know, if someone smokes and drinks, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like your body gets hit twice as hard, you know? So I think a lot of this could be, like multiple issues like it's like when you're a multi-drug user and you have an overdose was it the heroin the cocaine or you know the barbiturates that killed you well maybe all three together you know so like i think that could be happening too and i, I would like to know i think that we need to find out danny carson writes cover up and brent Trent, I'm sorry, Hancock writes, it has nothing to do with cannabis plant particles. Plants are sprayed, being ground up literally makes the pesticides airborne. Yeah, but how can you prove that it's not particle count too, like without the scientists? You know, I, I'm not convinced. Joanna writes, Marv will get fired tomorrow. I guarantee it. Yeah, I'm, I would say to Marv, um, get your resume out there and look for an attorney and come on the show on, on Monday night. Danny Carson writes, hashtag boycott GTI. Yep, yeah, I'd definitely say that. I would also say hashtag call in Ben. Ben, stop hiding. 
Uh, Peyton writes, Trent, inhaling large amounts of particle matter is very dangerous pesticides or not. Absolutely. It's like, you know, you, we can drown, like just like drowning. <laughs> like water is not toxic to us, but if we inhale it into our lungs, we suffocate and die, right? I mean, I think particle count could be very much the same thing. Uh, Corey writes, I would love to see an executive volunteer themselves on a relative with COP to work a full shift in their milling room. If they truly have confidence, it is a safe practice for their employees. Such a good point, Corey. I was having this argue and that's, that's a comment from LinkedIn. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for the comment. I was having an argument with someone just like that the other day. And I said, like, would you put your grandmother in there with COPD in that room? Like you're saying that the, the workplace has no liability on this, that they have no, it's, we can't prove anything because of the medical, what the medical examiner said. And I know that the medical examiners are wrong so much that these folks are usually overworked, that they have tons of cases and just like anyone else, they want to get rid of it immediately. And that's what this guy did. He, he immediately closed this case out. We're not going to study it. We're moving on. She has COPD done, done deal. If, if the family's listening, I would I would tell the family make sure you get a lawyer, um, make sure you have get a workman's comp lawyer. You sue them, and I would suggest getting an independent autopsy. I would request one for the government, but I would also get your own independent autopsy too. And I would also, you know, come on a show like this. Tell us tell us how you're feeling about what the company's saying and doing and on, on this, because I guarantee you, it's not good. And if the community knows. Another comment from Joanna. She says GTI founder also runs Illinois women in cannabis. Yeah. He just killed a woman and just killed a, 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 an Illinois woman in cannabis. So it's, it's, it's interesting. He, he runs a group called Illinois women in cannabis. Well, now he's killed. I, I'm going to say it. You can sue me. I don't give a shit, but I, I think that they killed this woman. When you put someone with COPD in that working condition, Got one less Illinois woman in cannabis now. Trent Han Hancock writes, uh, Peyton Mello, yes, but airborne pesticides is for, far more likely to cause situations like this. Pesticides interfere in the respiratory system of bugs and will do the same to us. I'm very sure of that. I wonder about mold too and other, you know, spores and things that are in there. That's why we need a study. Um, you know, we are going to follow up. There is a group, uh, a dispensary group uh, that Danny Carson has been working with in Massachusetts that didn't flee the state like truly when they were going to have a NIOSH investigation come in. They actually requested it. So there is a uh, cultivator, a legal cultivator in Massachusetts that has requested that NIOSH do a study at their location to try to find out what's going on here. And uh, we're I'm excited about that. And I think that if you actually did have ethics, if GTI claims that they have ethics, the first thing they should do is bring NIOSH in to do a study at that rock, uh, that that location, that cultivation site, and see if the air is actually clean, if, if there's actually a problem. Bring NIOSH in. Show us you have ethics. Show us that you actually care about your employees. But I bet they don't. Uh, Joanna also writes, she, she's from Illinois. She says the regulators and owners in Illinois are all buddies. I've seen it firsthand. So not surprising. 
We see a lot of that going on. A lot of times they're looking for jobs too. Regulators are like, you know, once I get my pension, maybe I'll go work for GTI and be their general counsel. That's what a lot of these folks are, are like. So they're networking while they're regulating. Lisa uh, with Mascan Normal, oh, Mascan, excuse me. That's what they are now. Lisa for with Mascan writes, I'm disgusted by policies of these companies that think like uh, that people's lives are affected by the lack of safety measures. Why is it that these companies are held to the same standards as many other businesses that have air quality alert issues? Why aren't they? And she also writes, if you breathe in unnatural, unnatural substances, it will always trigger a side effect of respiratory issues. And that's what we're seeing over and over again, respiratory issues. And they're still talking in the comments there. It's funny. We're having a good conversation in the comments here about pesticides. Corey writes, pesticides can be responsible, but I grew for 15 years at home with zero pesticides and can test the oils, key particulate alone can cause skin rashes and irritate the respiratory tract. And that's what we're hearing over and over again about the skin rashes and the respiratory tract. Uh, she, she goes on and says, usually when uh, handling bulk dry cannabis in poorly ventilated areas, never an issue when just smoking it, I would uh, pop Claritin before every harvest. And that, again, this is what we hear from workers all the time. On this show, workers have come on and told us about the Claritin use. They've told us about the lack of ventilation. They've told us what they've had to tell new employees, you know, that they're going to get hives and they're going to have respiratory issues and how to protect themselves at work. And the employees also told us they expected someone would eventually die at work. And then it happened with Lorna and it just happened again on Friday. So that's what we're, we're looking at right now. I'm going to read some more comments here. Hashtag cannabis lives matter. Cannabis workers' lives matter. So I'm getting a lot of comments. I'm going to go back to this. Actually, can I get it back? Yes, I can. I want to go back to the screen here. Because right now we have some of the worker reviews. And this one is from Rock Island, Illinois. This is the exact location. And let me just say that uh, on Glassdoor, and indeed, there were a lot of bad reviews. Like these are these are verified former workers or current workers of GTI who are reviewing their workplace. And over and over again, like I'm only going to include like maybe a half a dozen of them. There were hundreds of them, I would say. Like I don't even know because I did scroll far enough back, but... There were a lot and it was just like, wow, we'll just use, I just used the first like half a dozen I saw that are, you know, are revealing. So this is, this is not a mystery. If you talk to the employees, this first uh, one-star review from an ex-employee from the Rock Island, Illinois location, they title it GTI, the McDonald's of weed. If you want to be a nameless number, head on over. She says, what is the best part of working at the company? No concerns from, this is the best part, <laughs> the best. No concerns for employees, and they will delete or destroy anything that can be used as evidence to prove they are corrupt. No one cares for families or home life. 
not in the practice of hiring qualified people or giving raises. Threats to close closed departments if union talk is around. What is the most stressful part about working at the company? No work life and home life balance. So th these are like straight up from the employees. Here's another one. One star. This is again from Rock Island where this worker just died on Friday morning. One star review. Uh, top of it says disorganized management. So again, it's the Ben goes on all these media outlets and talks about how great his management is. And almost every review was about how mean-spirited, disorganized, nasty, unprofessional this management actually is. So we're going to read another one here. Constant changing of procedures and management leads to an unorganized workplace. Great crew of people with absolutely frightening management. Absolutely frightening. The front office was betting on people's weight. Think about that. That's the front office. This person would never recommend anyone working there. This is another uh, review uh, from a patient care specialist. Again, this isn't just the cultivation sites. It's also the dispensary workers who are selling the products out front. This is uh, from uh, Mundelein, Illinois. And it's a one-star review. It says, this company will chew you up and spit you out. I'm just going to add some commentary. If you live, if you even live. Because one person didn't make it through this Friday. So this is a GTI review. Always overworked and understaffed. This company is a meat grinder with a, a ludic, uh, I can't even say it, with a high turnover rate. We'll just say it that way. Management is abysmal. Ab I'm having trouble saying these words tonight. And accommodating for that. Didn't allow overtime for employees to help with understaffing. Remained open and fully operational for six hours with a dead body in the store. So this, this is uh, an incident that happened at a store. This is not the first dead body at truly at uh, GTI green thumb industries. Apparently I think it was a customer who passed away at this location, but they kept everyone working with a dead body there for six hours. Apparently another customer, another uh, former employee at the West Harvard, Connecticut location says, and this is recent in April. Again, I just went to the top of the heap, the, the latest reviews. Uh, they gave a two-star review. They said they wouldn't recommend. The pay is insultingly low. There is a complete and utter disregard, disregard for both employee and customer safety. Again, over and over again, we see this, that the employees are telling us there's a lack of regard for them and their safety. And again, right in the review, like the first, the second sentence, first paragraph, it's about the disregard for both employee and customer safety. The review goes on. The turnover rate is shocking. All they care about is money, money, money. And that's all Ben cares about. Money. He's a publicly traded company. Another review from Pennsylvania. This was a shift supervisor who wrote, employees are treated like numbers and given the us versus them attitude from management. There is very little room for advancement unless you are friends with someone higher up in management. At the end of the day, you are working with cannabis and there are worse places you could be. It would be nice to see this company adhere, adhere to the morals that it preaches in its values. And that's what we see too. This is, I'm, I'm glad someone noted this. 
is that so many of these companies like GTE and Truly, they talk about their values and then they don't live it. They don't live up to it. They don't even come close to it. Bait and switch. Another one-star review. And again, uh, Ben Kovler and GTI always talk about their branding and their value. I, I think your branding and value is shit actually right now because you have a lot of reviews from your ex-employees who are telling the truth about how bad you are. And that's not going to like, that's not going to do good, do, do you well in the long term because these reviews are adding up. And the, like, if just each one of these people tell 20 of their friends, eventually you don't have any market left to, to market to. Let's read this review. One star, terrible review from Danville, Pennsylvania. Actually, we just read that one. Here's another one. One star. This is from Holyoke, Massachusetts. They said nightmare. Again, just looking for bodies. They, I hear that all the time. They're just looking for bodies. Some of those bodies end up dead. And this is chilling, too. This is from a GTI employee in Holyoke, Massachusetts. This is where Lorna McMurray died. She died at uh, True Leaf, different company. But again, you have the same issues, same city, same MSOs, different names, different companies, same story. Same location in this one. This is what they said about the production area. Production environment with no one in charge with any production experience. This is what ben, when Ben talks about how he's got so much experience in marketing and product management. This is what they do. They have they have a production environment with no one in charge with any production experience. Run by children and adult children. Favoritism and nepotism. Gee, I wonder where nepotism comes from. I think Ben looks like a nepo baby. If you get on a uh, on a uh, a bad side, be sure to look out for a new job. Vindictive and unprofessional. Now this is uh, yeah, I'm a little aggravated. This is chopped off. It's not supposed to be chopped off. I don't know what's going on on this, but this is from Reddit, and I'm hoping to take a phone call. Maybe well, we're a little ahead of time, but this is actually about True Leaf. True Leaf was, you know, basically someone from West Virginia dropped a dime on True Leaf on Reddit about some of the crappy things that they're doing to just their customers alone with the patient allotments. So we're hoping to talk to them. And he posted all about it on Reddit. And then this happened. The supervisor and manager at the location got up there and started bragging about her six-figure job. This is the type of people they have in management at these places. I might even try calling them now. We are open for phone calls. If anyone wants to call, this would be a good time to do so. 978-560-3155. Awesome. Got a Teamster watching. He just posted, uh, Chris Smith uh, says, please contact local 777 Teamsters and we will ensure we have proper protections in place via the contract we will gain for, for the group. So looks like Teamsters are interested in representing some of these workers out in Illinois. Uh, he, he even leaves a number. I'm going to post it up here. We are based out of Lyons Township. Call 708-777. 1081. So if anyone who's listening is an employee at GTI and you want some help, definitely call 
the Teamsters. We got the number here, 708-777-1081. They do want to help you. Look at some of these other comments too. There's another good comment. <clears throat> uh, Candace writes, I grow at home and I've never experienced rashes or allergies. However, when I smoke a state weed in either Florida or Mass, my lymph nodes swell. My homegrown does not swell my lymph nodes. I renewed my Mass medical card last month, but even with my renewal card discounts, I hesitate to purchase Mass state weed. I had received moldy state products where my homegrown stays fine stored for over a year. The state weed burns black, chunky charcoal, whereas my homegrown is an ashy like gray, sometimes uh, state edibles. Mm, I feel you. I, I know um, a lot of the reason why I travel to Maine, Candace, you know, beyond the prices, it's the quality. You can see the difference. You can feel the difference. You can taste the difference. You can smell the difference. And even like the texture is so different between like the main and the uh, mass medical. I mean, uh, yeah, the main medical and the mass medical program. So, you know, my suggestion to you was take a trip and break the law every couple of weeks, drive up to Maine and get your two and a half ounce allotment and drive back, break the law. Like a lot of us do your, your, your body will be much happier for it and your wallet too. Uh, another comment says uh, from YouTube. I'm glad we got some YouTube comments tonight. We got a lot of LinkedIn's. I thank you and Facebook always. But uh, here's a YouTuber. Larry writes, I'm sure Ben and Sean Collins are buddies too. I would not doubt that. I would not doubt that. Maybe that's where, you know, I, I wonder if Sean Collins is looking at uh, Truly for GTI as an exit plan. Uh, Chris Smith says, thank you, brother. No, thank you. Um, I'll be calling you too, Chris, from the Teamsters. Maybe I should call you right now. But we uh, we do have phone lines open. I was hoping to get some phone calls tonight. People say they're going to call, but then they don't call. So now I'm, now I'm stuck. I did go through our information pretty good. But, you know, I just want to add that uh, I think it's ridiculous when people cape for these big companies and assume immediately upon a woman's death that it had nothing to do with her workplace when clearly it's possible and likely. And, and, and if I had to bet on, I'm not a betting man. I don't bet on things, but I would bet big money on this, you know, and I don't bet on things unless I know, unless I'm sure. 